Hi, and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cobb. Thank you and enjoy. So, I hope you're enjoying this series that we've been doing on the blog, uh, Exploring God, just kind of looking at various ways that we engage with God. And so today, I just want to talk about something very simple, um, but hopefully something that's meaningful. I want to talk about knowing God. And when I say knowing, I want to lay that heavy emphasis on the word knowing God. Because you see, there's knowing something and then there's knowing something. You see, I know guitar. I've been playing guitar for 25 years. Um, I've learned, you know, hundreds of songs. Uh, I've done a few gigs. I've built a guitar. Um, you know, so I, I know guitar. Recently, though, um, the guitar legend, the guitar hero, Eddie Van Halen, uh, passed away. And, and countless guitarists and countless musicians were kind of paying their respects and just highlighting his impact on the world of guitar. Eddie Van Halen knew guitar like very few other people knew it. You know, like I can say I know guitar, but he knew the guitar. You know, like his his knowledge of the guitar was so phenomenal that back in the 70s, when, when um, the first record started coming out and the first things that he was doing, you know, like people could, just couldn't figure out what he was doing. They Some people didn't even believe it was guitar. Like there was a famous moment in the early 80s. He played um, a guest guitar solo on Michael Jackson's song, Beat It. And, and and the music community kind of didn't believe that, that those noises were made on a guitar. You know, they thought it was some sort of synthesizer or some uh, fancy production method that was creating these sounds. But, you know, Eddie did that and he was just such a pioneer. And, you know, he wrote the book on rock guitar playing. He was the first, you know, uh, real guitar hero. Before him, you know, there was like Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan. And then kind of some of the blues guys. But when it came to like kind of our modern image of a, a rock guitar hero, you know, that was Eddie Van Halen's doing. You know, not only was he uh, so kind of innovative with his playing, uh, he, he was also the same with his equipment. You know, he really knew the ins and outs of guitar. He, he's got a famous guitar, this red sort of Fender Stratocaster with like electrical tape all over it. And it's called the Frankenstrat because he, he really liked the shape of a Fender, but he really wanted the sound from these classic Gibson guitars. Um, so that's his famous guitar, this Frankenstrat, uh, he called it. And his playing and his style and his sound, you know, it, over the years, it spawned a legion of imitators. Why? Because he knew the guitar in a way that very few people know an instrument. You know, his musical career started off at the age of six. Um, he couldn't read music, but somehow he he won numerous kind of piano recital sort of contests. And the way he did it was that he just diligently watched other people play, and then he would play it um, just by this patient, dedicated observance of, of, of the playing you know later on um when he picked up the guitar you know he was known to practice from kind of the evening time all the way through to the early hours you know his 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 older brother alex who was actually the who turned out you know he became the drummer in van halen but his, his older brother would go off and party while uh, van halen would just sit in his room and just woodshed the guitar just just 
practicing over and over again, learning how to make the noises he made, learning the scales and the tricks and um, just learning that fretboard and just really getting to know it experientially, just ingraining it in his muscle memory. You see, there's knowing the guitar like I know it. And then there's knowing the guitar like Eddie Van Halen knew it. <clears throat> you know, it's not just some sort of passing recognition. You know, I, I, I can play, I'm, I'm okay. Um, you know, and I pick up the guitar occasionally. But then there's a real kind of attentive practice. There's a real attentive, deep um, knowing and experience of the guitar by this kind of persistent, patient routine this habit this diligence to keep going back over and over again and that's how eddie knew the guitar there's this word in hebrew uh yada uh, and i've probably butchered how it sounds uh, but it sounds kind of like tada you know that magic word but that's the thing that oftentimes we think knowing god is is this instantaneous kind of divine download after all we have the holy spirit and all of that um so you know i can casually uh go along and, and and if God wants me to know something, he'll surely get through to me. Um, and, and he does, to be fair. But the thing is, is like we wouldn't treat any other relationship in our lives with such disdain. Um, if I was to do that with my wife or with my kids, you know, I'd, it would kind of not end well, would it? Um, just paying lip service to those special relationships. Sometimes we feel that um, practice or routine or diligence or habit uh would suck the life out of relationships but actually it's those kind of that patient kind of knowing of people that actually lays the bedrock and the groundwork for actually a proper fully orbed relationship with those people so this word yadar in hebrew it's used hundreds of times to the old testament but preachers often go to that bit in genesis 4 1 where it talks about adam knew adam yadard eve his wife and and in some translations actually kind of explicitly state you know the sexual nature of that and and so that kind of jars us a little bit out of our oh it's not just cognitive and academic knowing it's not just the gathering of information about somebody it's a relational thing it's an experiential thing it's an intimate thing um so that kind of jars our understanding of what it is to know god if we use that word yada but sometimes that, that example in particular can leave it as feeling a little bit awkward. I don't know about you guys, but when talking about my relationship with God, to, to kind of start using phrases and, and images and metaphors that kind of have a sexual overtone kind of makes it a little bit awkward. Um, so another usage of the word Yadah, you know, it's used hundreds of times in the Old Testament. But one of my favorite usages, I guess, is in Psalm 139. Uh, so that beautiful psalm. Uh, well, the first kind of 18 verses are kind of beautiful. And then it goes to that bit about David requesting God to smite his enemies and all of that. But the first 18 verses are pretty awesome. You know, you have searched me and known me. That that, that known there is you die. You know, you, you die when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and lay down. And they're intimately acquainted with all of my ways. And it goes on. And what this this poem does is it just emphasizes what it is for God to know David. It emphasizes, it draws out it, the kind of all these different uh, images and synonyms and, and parallel meanings of all this wording around what it is for God to know David. And this really outlines what it is to know, what it is to Yada. You know, like, so it's this, you know, you've searched me. There's, there's a real kind of deep, inquisitive knowing um, there's an intimate acquaintance, there's an experiential quality, there's something that unfolds over time. It takes enduring patience um, and dedication and attentiveness and, 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 and fully dialed in presence that goes in with knowing. 
there's a you know this idea of scrutinizing or, or understanding or laying hands upon and leading uh not being able to get away from that presence there's this um patient mindfulness there's a consistency to what god is talking about when he says he knows david and that's exactly the same way that we need to know you know there's knowing and then there's yada knowing that experiential deep knowing of god and the thing is is that doesn't just occur that doesn't just happen overnight it's not something you wake up with instead just like eddie van halen knew guitar because he 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 made it an obsessive and patient focused endeavor you know this kind of discipline um this routine this habit this daily picking up of the guitar for van halen you know it was vital for how he knew guitar it didn't suck the um, spontaneity or intuition or the virtuosity out of his playing it just only helped it just the same with our relationship this this dedicated patient routine habit of making space making time being present to observing you know only helps breathe life and vigor into our relationship with god you know it is vital in every sense of that word so when i say vital you know we we mean essentially it's absolutely key that we carve out time that we discipline ourselves that we discern you know like van halen you know saying look i ain't going out partying with you alex i'm going to woodshed my guitar i'm going to learn this instrument i'm going to know this instrument and that means i have to say no to other things sometimes and just that discipline that he had and it's also vital in the sense that it's, it's life giving, you know, that vitality uh, that, that breathes life. It breathed life into Van Halen's playing. He surely wouldn't have been able to play the things he played with the creativity that he had if he hadn't developed that palette of notes, that palette of musicality from just spending hours practicing. You know, it's this faithfulness, it's this intentionality around making that space and that time for God in our lives. That's the difference between knowing and knowing far from sucking the life out of this dynamic relationship you know you know when when preachers talk about having a dedicated time to read the bible or pray or worship you know sometimes there can be cries of oh that's legalism that that that's that's religion we don't want any of that it's got to be free it's got to be spontaneous it's got to be ad hoc uh, but we're just we're just conning ourselves you know like we need that faithfulness that you know when we talk about faith it's not it's just shorthand for being faithful that accumulating time and experience in his presence not just in all the fancy um hyper spiritual ways that we might like but just dedicating ourselves to the basic building blocks of faith like reading the bible like praying like knowing his word like knowing his presence and as we as we do those practices, as we have those routines, you know, the monks called it a rule. Uh, as we observe those rules of faith, of life, you know, it gives us um, a musical palette to express ourselves. It gives us language to articulate and communicate what it is to know God. And see, Paul, uh, the writer Paul, the Apostle Paul, uh, was well acquainted with this. You know, he sent a flurry of uh, circular letters uh, to the churches in Asia Minor. And, you know, it'd have uh, kind of instructions, exhortations, theological monologues, and these beautiful prayers because he knew that the only way the church could grow, the only way that the kingdom would advance was by knowing Jesus. And Paul knew Jesus in a way that very few others did. And he was desperately trying to articulate that. He was desperately trying to um, impart that to others. And he was trying to stir other people up to know Jesus. And so in Ephesians 3, he has this beautiful, this magnificent prayer, uh, which I just want to end with. For this reason, 
I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ and to know, to really yada know, to Eddie Van Halen on the guitar know that this love that surpasses all knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen may you know God may you know the presence of Christ in your innermost being in Jesus name amen